With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Rangers Rabble. I am Mark and tonight I am joined by Graham and Craig. How are we doing, Graham? You alright? Hi, all good, mate. All good. Good to be back on. It's been a wee while. Good stuff. I have not seen you for a while, so you keep well? Hi, all good, mate. I just all working, watching Rangers and just getting on my life. Good, good. And yourself, Craig, how are you? All good, mate. All good this end. Um, long, busy week, but nice downtime now and... Podcast tonight and podcast tomorrow, so uh, can't complain. Good, good. So I better start with the with the usual uh, like, share, subscribe. I think we're um, no far away from getting switched onto Patreon as well, guys. So I think that um, the members from the the YouTube um, can can switch across to Patreon, and you will get a lot of a lot of the kind of the member shows and. You'll get early access to a lot of the interviews and and all that good stuff. So just say, just know the story, guys. Just like, share, subscribe. Um, just say, just saying hello, welcome everybody that's that's came along to, to watch us listen. Um, and listen, guys, if you want to get you want to get any sort of a comments in or any questions, fire away. This is this is as much your show as it is ours. So they said we always like to hear from you guys. So just to fire in anything you. You're, uh, you're after or you want to learn or you want to discuss, just let us know in the comments and we'll, we'll try and bring it up. Um, just, we've got a fair few things to, to kind of get my teeth into tonight. There's um, there's a fair wee bit been happening um, here and there. We did obviously do a member show yesterday, um, last night, so one or two things will probably come up the same as that. So apologies to the to the members that, um, that already discussed this and stuff like that, but... Um, We'll try and be a wee bit more PC, um, seeing as it's not a member show tonight. Uh, so I'll just um, first things first, guys. I'll, I'll go to you, Graham. Um, there's there was rumours we discussed it yesterday uh, last night in a member show. Um, there was rumours regarding 
the fact that um, that we were not going to get any sort of an away allocation at Parkhead. Um, this seems to have came to came to fruition today. There's been a few reports out saying that this is going to be the case. So I think it's going to be a, a kind of tit for tat, and we are not going to have any sort of a um, away support when when the old fund comes to us and vice versa. I think it's um, it looks like that's going to be the case now. I don't think there's anything official for the club. I don't know if you any used to have heard anything official for any club, but as I said, it seems to be that this is going to be the case moving forward, Graham. What's your what's your thoughts on it? Are you happy, sad, could have care less? Um, what's your thoughts? When it happened, when, we, when the allocation got cut uh, for the first time, I was quite happy with that. I've always been the opinion that we should look after our own. If any Rangers fan buys a season ticket, they should get all the games at home. They shouldn't be getting either moved or even not getting to the, the, the big games, basically. That's what most people buy their season ticket for it. Uh, so yeah. I'm, just, I'm happy with it. Seven, eight hundred that they get. It's the same as every other fan base in uh, the league apart from cup games. Uh, so that's the way it should be. But I've, I must admit, I've kind of knew this was going to happen at some point. Because always the backlash and people moaning and the media hyping it up and causing problems and agendas and stuff like that. So I knew that at some point this was going to happen. But uh, I'd rather see Rangers fans inside Ibrox uh, every game, basically, than them. So I'm all for it. That's fair enough. And uh, thanks very much for the £2 there. Um, ridiculously sad and ultimately our fault. Craig, what's your thoughts on that one? Um, I agree with Graham. I think it's sort of a. It's not really sort of massively different to most of the clubs in the in the league. It's not we shouldn't be pandering and sort of giving them a whole stand or or sort of most of the stand like we used to. Um, yes, I get that it works the other way and we don't get much uh, at their place. But Graham's spot on. We should be looking after our own own supporters. They're the ones we pay to come in every week, um, and, and and they should get the uh, they should get the first refusal. Yeah, I think probably I'm along those lines, as I said myself. I think that that's we are the paying customer. I do understand the opposite side of the coin regarding the the atmosphere, and but look, it's still going to be loud and it's still going to be rocking. Um, is anybody else in the comments along the same lines as Andrew? Do they do they agree? Do, do you disagree? Um, let us know. Um, just Graham, I mean, obviously with with no away fans. Um, do you think that has an effect on the in the team and the players? So I said, obviously, if we're going to go there and um, not have any fans backing us, um, do you think that 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 will have an effect on on the players and their performance? Uh, fans are important. Uh, obviously, without fans, there wouldn't be any football. But I just believe that the ho- at home you should always have your fans. Uh, so if it's going to mean less fans. The seven eight hundred fans, some you'll hear them. Uh, you do hear them, so it's not as if it's like total silent. Maybe when you look at the, the new camp for the El Clasicos and stuff, they're, they're way up in the the gods, and you can't hear them and you don't even see them. Well, when we go to Parkhead, you don't really see us on the tail either because we're stuck in a wee dingy corner. Uh, but I just, it's one of the things that they're professional footballers. They train hard all week. They go to play their game plan. The fans, yes, they can have an effect, but it's all down to the players when they cross the right line. Yeah, so I don't really see it as much of a problem as maybe other people do. Yeah, Andrew's back in about another two pounds. Thanks very much. But um, 
Craig, this is so the board can sell three hundred pound tickets. I mean, I can I can I see the 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 kind of um, business side of things regarding this, but surely it doesn't really matter whether whether the um, whether the, the they sell the tickets to Celtic or they sell the tickets to Rangers fans are still selling the tickets. So surely, I mean, probably make more for a Celtic rather than 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 giving it to a season ticket holder. Um, a a deducted cost. They'll make more money selling tickets to Celtic fans, and and obviously increase our increase our bank balance with that. Um, Craig. So, what I mean, what's your thoughts? Is that do you can you see the business side of things? Yeah, I can certainly with the, with the business side. And I think that's the way the board will will look at it. But end of the day, it's 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 sort of done now. I'm not not too sure on the way it was sort of um touted it was down to health and safety concerns whether that's a, a smoke screen but i don't think we'll i don't think we'll get that out um i think we'll just get the what's come out the last couple of days yeah as i say this i've put something down here i mean um i think was this graham was this always going to be the way it was going to go i mean i think it was kind of tit for tat and and obviously there's been there's been a bit of animosity Rightly so, probably between ourselves and um, the we're, we're, we're partners across the road. Um, do you think that um, it was always going to be the case, and do you think that, that, that this was inevitable that this was going to happen, and there wasn't going to be any away fans? Yeah, like I said about a minute ago, the, I, I believe this was always going to come because uh, I, I agree with. I think it was Kerr said last night in the members show that uh, the police probably prefer it this way. If we're being honest, the clubs probably prefer it this way, or at least the seven eight hundred. Although they're maybe talking to the press and say they want this and they want that, I think deep down they probably this is the best for all parties. Apart from maybe the fans that enjoy going to the, the games and get the tickets, because obviously it's less tickets, so there's a lot of fans that won't get them. So it's the lucky ones that'll enjoy it, especially if they, they go and win. But uh, I just don't see it. it's like when we go there. It's like, again I spoke on the members show last night that. We, the Rangers fans need to meet early on, uh, two and a half hours before kickoff, and then the police march them. But it's not the same uh, when they come to Ibrooks and we're stuck in a corner with pillars in front of us, paying the same price for a ticket, etc. And there's in that uh, area as well, there's been lots of kind of near misses and crushes and stuff like that as well. So they spoke about in the members' show last night as well. So I just don't think if we maybe got the same kind of quality of seating, and uh, outside the ground uh, access and stuff like that, and maybe we'd maybe think I fair, fair's fair then. But it just feels as if we're not getting what the kind of quality that they get when they come to Ibrox. So obviously this is a point here. I'm worried when Rangers go to Parkhead with no fans, is that a worry for you, Craig? Or do you think that this uh, this team should be professional enough to be able to go there and perform? I mean, it's not really the, the the first time they've been in a hostile atmosphere. Granted, usually when we go away, we are probably in the majority and probably louder than the, the, the home support. But will this affect the Rangers players? As I said, it's, it's something that I've thought about as well. But they should be professional enough. As, what do you think, Craig? The worry I have about this Rangers team doesn't come into the fact about fans or no fans. It's generally how they how they turn up on the day. Um, yeah, the, the, so I can I can get the argument that we go into their atmosphere and and fifty odd thousand of them and none of our fans to cheer them on. But at this level, they're professional footballers. They should be used to going into environments that are that are not friendly. Um, I mean, the games we played last season where 
we had barely any fans uh, away in, in Europe, didn't seem to phase them. So, for me, it's more of a mentality of playing in the league than it is a going to a stadium with no fans. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I would rather, I think I, I, I can have put it less diplomatically um, last night on, on the members show, but I would rather see our fans that, that pay for season tickets and have been sat there for years to be able to, for, for once, get tickets to an old firm game or not get shifted or not get moved. For me, it's our club, it's our team. We want to see them. Um, and the fact that they get shifted kind of arcs on me a wee bit. I think that um, we should we should look after our own fans. And and like I said, the, financially you probably make more money by bringing Celtic fans in and charging them more for their tickets than, than you would, as I say, giving season tickets. Season ticket holders them at cut price. So for me, I would um, definitely, definitely stick to how it is. As I said, I would give them the same allocation as most away support get because at the end of the day, they are away support. I know that they they feel that they're um, they're more important than any other team in, in, in the club, but uh, the club, sorry, the the league. But as I said, for me, that's that's irrelevant. Uh, what they think, as I said, it's your it's your stadium. Um, and we should be able to do what we want for it. As I said, I think that they've been a wee bit childish. By, well, if you're doing it, we're going to do it, and vice versa. And now they're trying to one-up us by saying, well, you're not going to get any fans at all. So, do you know what? It is what it is. I really couldn't care less. I think that um, we we, uh, we suck it up and we move on. As I said, until such times as, as it gets revisited, but I don't think it will. I really don't. Um, as I said, it is what it is. So moving on, we'll we'll leave that there. We'll park that for the time being, because as I said, we we kind of we could we could kick this to death regarding rivalries and regarding tit for tat and, and stuff like that. So we'll move on. Um, Craig, just a just a other thing that's happened over the last kind of few days. Kill Fox's takeover seems to be dead in the water. So I mean, we've kind of seen. I've not really read an awful lot about it, but I think that what's happened is they've been, her and this consortium have tried to kind of a force their way in the door, and I think that our, um, our board's just not really been having it, and I think that there has possibly been some um, some kind of discussion in the background, but, I mean, realistically, do you think it was ever going to happen, it was ever going to get off the ground? Um, I don't think so. I was listening to a couple of podcasts in the week around it, because I'd not sort of... I'd seen it pop up on um, a couple of group chats and I'd not really read into it. I'd, I'd heard the name and sort of heard the rumours for a while that, that there was this interest in buying the club. Reading into it, um, it was never the case that she was going to buy the club. She Her role is to sort of identify investors and then they buy the club as a, as a consortium and then the way it would go is that any profit would go back to them before it goes into the, into the club. Obviously, any profit we do, we do make. So for me, that was never going to never going to happen um, if they were looking to make buy shares into the club Mr King's been selling his shares for a little while they could have easily bought bought them off him and sort of had a had a had a piece of the club um, so no I think it was just more of a just more of a sort of um, attention side and sort of ne- never really going to come to any any form of any form of fruition yeah, just on this, um, she's nothing but an asset stripper. Don't really know enough about her, Graham. Um, possibly, 
I know that Dave King's obviously pulled out of selling his shares to 1872. Um, do you think there's a maybe a maybe an option there where um, Dave King might sell his shares to? I must admit, mate, I'm not a clued up honestly uh, and read up much, but if it's what Craig was saying about these kind of hedge fund stuff uh, through previous uh, another club, and I believe the same hedge fund uh, done AC Milan as well. So I wouldn't like that at all. I, I wouldn't trust uh, Americans coming into sport. They're trying to this whole Super League. That a lot of them are involved in that. So I wouldn't really like that to be coming into Rangers, if I'm perfectly honest. But uh, Dave King is obviously can sell his shares to whoever he wants, but if it gave it gave up on the idea of Club eighteen seventy two, so I don't see if they really wanted it, they could probably buy him out. But obviously, I, I'm not really clued up on all this kind of stuff to give a professional or a, a in depth opinion to be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much the same. Um, I'm not really not really interested in in that that level. As I said, for me, it's what's happening on the park. Um, I love a I love a good transfer rumor. I love to 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 see that 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 stuff. Um, but as I said, I think that fundamentally we we kind of we know that we need um investment, but I think investment's going to be a good thing. Um, but for me, it needs to be the right sort of investment. Um, and I, I, as I said, when these kind of shadowy shadowy figures and hedge funds and stuff like that Craig, come into the come into the uh, the equation you really don't know who's buying what and who's doing what where um it's all a bit kind of kind of murky um as i said it's it's a it's a it's a strange one to, to kind of try and get your head around so i don't know anything about it you seem to be a little bit more clued up than than myself craig um have you got anything anything that you you know about this kyle fox or or this consortium no, I think it was more just the, what what I'd heard this week. Um, as I say, it would be more they would be looking to put money into the club, and their main focus would be profit. So, the football club and the football side of things, if any profit was made, would would then suffer because that profit would go to them first before it goes goes into the football club, um, which isn't really the sort of type of investment that we want. If we want investment, it's got to be like you said, the right investment. Um, people can moan and argue and, and I've, I've had my thoughts on the current board and current current sort of people that are involved um, but that that's not there they might take money out of the club that's owed to them but that ultimately if it was a choice between that or letting the club fall into into previous previous sort of um, issues again they they would make sure the club was at least was at least running properly yeah yeah as I said that's um there's one here, so we don't need uh, people coming into our club without knowing the ins and outs. So, as I said, for me, the, the, the point the point being is, I don't think anybody, anybody really, especially Scottish clubs, comes in to uh, invest money into a Scottish club or a kind of a kind of um, a club that's not one of these one of these top six in in, in England, and and tries to make money. I, th- I think it's for me, it's impossible. That you that you try and you try and invest in a club, because I don't think there's much money to be made, especially when um you've got fans dying for dying for multi million pound players when um when you get what two million for winning the league. So for me, it's it's a it's a kind of a bit of a fool's errand to to try and to try and make money from 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 that. It's a, it's a strange, and I know that we're we're bored to have had a had a lot of stick. 
and I've gave them stick, but at the end of the day, they've stuck a lot of money in, and it's been their own money, it's been out their pocket as well, so as I said, I know that obviously some of this money's been paid back, but they should have like a, a sort of a an interest in Rangers, as far as I'm concerned, um, some faceless corporate mob from America or anywhere else um, for me is no no really, uh, no really the way I think we should be going. But then again, where do you get your investment from? So that's that for me is the the, the biggest issue rather than that. Um, so as I said, we'll move on. We'll move on for that as well. So uh, Graham, just another one. It's been it's been doing rounds today. Yilmaz to be loaned back to Besiktas. Um, I think it was a, a report in in Turkey in a Turkish website or a, or a Turkish. Um, media outlet that's um, that said that this deal's already been done. Um, have you heard anything about it? What's your thoughts on that? I've not heard anything. It actually came as a shock. I thought it was why they kind of, don't, not a joke as such, but just a, somebody starting something to get a wee bit of attention on Twitter. But uh, it's a strange one. Uh, I'd be very shocked if it's true. I must admit, obviously, he's hardly played for the first team and obviously through injury and stuff. Uh, so... The only thing I can think of, if it was true, it must be kind of maybe settling in issues or maybe family issues back home. They needs to go back. And if it is that case, then fair enough. But uh, football decision-wise, it'd be a bad, bad, bad statement for the board if he goes out and loan uh, and he's hardly played and we've not even got to see him. And we can't really judge him properly. So I'd be very shocked. But obviously, we're probably going to talk about later on. Uh, he should hopefully be playing tomorrow because uh, of uh, Bonabaric's situation regarding his uh, soon-to-be-born child. But it's a strange one, mate, and to be honest, I'm not going to take it as a uh, factor that yet until I see maybe a bit better sources saying it. Yeah, I mean, Craig, surely this is, this is pie in the sky. I think that um, it's a bit of creative journalism, would you think? Yeah, I think it was... Um... I think heart and hand were sort of um, were rubbishing it earlier, so I do think it's it's just some journalists getting that out there. I, I personally don't see um, Yilmaz leaving. If I if I'm going to be honest, out the two of them, I, I would probably be more inclined to see Borna leaving in the summer because um, I think his I think his um, his time is probably probably up like a few of the players. Um, you you can't really be buying a boy in for five million um, and then sort of let him go, especially on loan. If if, if if he's going to go because of personal issues or not settling in or whatever, you you would look to sell him back to to his old club, not not loan him. For me, that would be a very bad look for the board um, to spend that much money and then to sort of loan him out after a year, like Graham said, of not really playing, which isn't his fault, obviously, because he's had he's had injuries and then hasn't been able to get back into the team. Um, but hopefully, if he plays tomorrow, um, we'll 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 get a good look at him rather than sort of. Half an hour against uh, against Rafe Rovers. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get to that. Just um, just on this one there. So you think the boy's happy and settled here, Graham? Do you think he's happy, or do you just think he's been unlucky? I think he's been unlucky. I, to be honest, I, I've not really seen much of him on social media, so you don't really get an idea of what he's doing outside of football or that. So, uh, but I'd like to think the players, the management, and all the kind of staff that we've got employed to try and get the new signing settled. Are doing their job and he's kind of up to speed and he's got like his house sorted or a flat or whatever and he's, he knows the restaurants and all that to go to so he can settle down but uh, he's a player I've been excited about uh, when we signed him also I didn't know much about him but you watch the YouTube clips and he looks like a, a good player and he's kind of 
he likes to attack from a uh, defensive position, so it kind of suits their style. And Michael Beale, I think, he kind of suits his kind of style that I've watched as well. So he's what I've been excited to see. So let's just hope we can get to see him get a run of games now and kind of make that left-back position his own and put a good fight up against Borna for it. And that's only a good thing for the club going forward. Yeah, and just on this, Aldo's wrote there, the lad's about to get a proper run of games uh, now. Load of fish, right? So, I mean... Surely Craig Boy deserves a run in this team. Um, I, for me personally, I don't think he's had, he's had much a chance as such under Gio for a start. But now that he's back fit, um, what's your thoughts? Should he get a run? Should Borna get dropped? I think it... Personally, I think Borna is probably one of the better consistent performers, especially since Michael Beale's come in. Um, but for me, it's probably perfect that he is going to be able to have a baby and, and then Yomaz can get a can get a run in the team. Um, she sort of takes Borna out the line for a little bit, but also gives Yilmaz a good run. Um, I'm very excited by him. I, I, the few bits I've seen of him, um, he gives us something different to Borna. Yes, he may not be as, as good with the crosses as Borna is, but then clubs sort of quickly suss that out and quickly play that. Um, whereas Yilmaz can offer us something different. I mean, S- Sunday, I mean, sort of five minutes of coming on, he, he had a sort of run and, and cut inside and, and had a shot. So that's something that that we don't really see very often. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see him. Uh, hopefully, he'll be in. He'll be in tomorrow, um, and then get a good run of games uh, while Borner is is otherwise disposed. Um, and if he does, if he does play well, then it's Borner's shirt to win back rather than him just sort of coming back straight into the team. Yeah, as I said, we playing a wee bit of devil's advocate here, Graham. So if you, if Yelmaz uh, was going, he would have went in January. When the rumours started, maybe this is a loan to buy in the summer. Now, there has been a lot of smoke, and sometimes I feel as if there's no there's no any smoke without fire. Um, do you think this is the case? I mean, this is this is no just something out of the blue. This has been been muted um, probably since January, um, and maybe even before then. Uh, so, like I said, is there is there uh, smoke without fire here, or do you think there might be something up? Well, I, I, if there is any uh, truth in it, I can only see it being in a personal issues. Uh, I don't see how the board could sanction five million pounds and then basically one year later without playing it at all, basically, and then letting them go on loan. And then if it goes, if it's a want to buy, the price will be less again in a year's time, which doesn't make sense. So it'd be, it just look bad on the board. The only thing I would say if I was going to kind of agree with it would be if it was Michael Beale's total decision, he's got a left back lined up and if we had to make money on Red Van or get the same amount back, then I would be kind of happy with it if it was Michael Beale's decision. But if it's just the board saying, oh, we'll let him in loan and then a years later we'll take a cut price, etc. I just don't think it makes football business sense. And again, it just wouldn't look good on the board. Yeah, for me, as I said, playing a wee bit of devil's advocate, there's no smoke without fire. But for me, I think that the bottom line is this young boy, we spent good money on him. Um, we've not really seen a lot of him. Um, he started to settle a wee bit and then got a bad injury. We've been out for four months. So as far as I'm concerned, this boy is here to play football for Rangers. And I think that he needs a, he needs a, a, a run, a consistent run of games to see actually what he's like. I mean, we don't really know how good this boy is. We don't really know his weaknesses or his strengths. So for me, I think that um, we just need to, we just need to um, 
see what happens. Give them as much time as we possibly can, um, and 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 watch this boy see if he grows. As I said, I think that this is maybe just a media talk trying to unsettle the boy. Um, so for me, I think it's all it's all pie in the sky. To be perfectly honest, just yeah, to, to carry... that, Mark, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he doesn't start tomorrow. That could maybe add fuel to it, but. I'm hoping they just start, but just yeah, a wee point. Do it for tomorrow. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll pick the bones out of that in a wee bit. Uh, just to curry, curry, I'm actually at work at the minute. I'm offshore, mate. So this is this is my hovel when I'm not home. This is this is my wee, my wee cell for 14 days. So, as I said, I've not really got a mansion. As I said, this is, this is, last, this is just slightly smaller than a cell. <laughs> All right. I hope that clears things up for you. So, other wee quick one that kind of popped up today, Craig. I don't know if you've seen it or not. Um, Hadji's not been picked for uh, Romania's doubleheader coming up. Um, allegedly, his dad's raging. Um, is this is is this uh, a, a snub, or do you think it's just the, the coach being a bit uh, cautious with just coming back from injury? I think it's probably more of the more of the second one. I think they do highly rate him in Romania, so I can't see it being a uh, a snub from the team because he's he's one of their he's one of their sort of main main, main players when fit. Um, I think it will be just sort of making sure he's he's fit going forward. Um, personally, I'm not disappointed in it if I'm honest with you, because uh, the way we've been going, he's more he's probably likely to go on international duty and get an injury while he's away. So I'm not exactly uh, exactly crying tears every and not being away um, gives him some time here to sort of um, get his fitness up and I mean he's only played what two or three games since he's been back um, so it's probably probably the right decision So Stuart says here Hadji's not match fit so something I was going to say to you Graham was um, I was actually going to say to you do you think he's, 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 he's ready to start playing at that kind of level that international football um, or is it is it maybe worthwhile taking him over there, getting him uh, readjusted to to that kind of that kind of squad, giving him a wee boost that they're still thinking about him and and bringing him in, or do you think that's the right thing to do? It's one of the ones I can see both sides because I don't see him being anywhere near challenging for starts for Rangers. So when a national football, that's always kind of slower and the intensity is not really there as much as club football. So I think it would actually do Rangers a favour. Uh, if he went and played maybe say two forty-five minutes over the two games, then it would maybe get him closer to being match ready for us. But obviously, if that happened, as we already got injured, I'd be raging. So it's one of the ones. Uh, it's, you can see both sides. So I'm just I was be happy with the club decision or the Romania's decision and just take it as it is. Yeah, I, I mean, Craig. Craig, the, the, what I was thinking about was, I mean. Would would the the fact that he's no went would that maybe have a wee dent in the boys' confidence? I mean, as I said uh, earlier, maybe that give him a wee boost at the fact that the 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 teams, the international teams, thinking about him and and thinking that he's still even although he's he's injured, that it gives them a wee kind of boost to say, do you know what we know we know you're maybe not hundred percent, but we still want you to come and join. You think that's going to have an effect on his confidence, or do you think that he's just going to he's just going to take it for what it is at face value? I think it depends what conversations have been had between him and the him and the Romanian manager. If they've come out and said we're not you're not in our plans at the minute, that that would probably be a dent to his confidence. But if they've come out and said we you're you're in our plans and and it's just a case of managing your your return from injury, obviously what we don't. 
for the sort of forget is that this boy had a year out from more than a year out for injury for a massive, massive, massive injury. Um, if they've had that conversation with to say like you in our you in our plans, but it's just sort of a this might this squad might be a little bit too early for you to to um, be involved. Keep playing with Rangers, and then when we play again in the summer, you'll be um, basically you'll be called up then as long as as long as everything's still going well. Then for me, that's fine. Um, Curry's comment about him being a bit slight. I I actually think the opposite. I actually think that he when I saw him on Sunday, he looked looks like he's been doing quite a lot of work on his on his physique. I mean, he's never he's never been the biggest player, and his dad wasn't the biggest player. So it's sort of it's not like he's six foot five and, and built like a brick outhouse. Um, he's never been sort of massive. Or, or he's always been quite slight and, and slender, uh, but he does look like he has bulked up a little bit. Um, obviously, in his uh, in his rehabilitation. Yeah, just on actually, I agree with what Paul said here. Um, it had just come back earlier, so the club were looking to um, the club were looking to get him get him a uh, club were looking to get him give him a pre season. Any games that he gets from now until then is a bonus. I 100% agree with that. I think that that we're probably not going to see the best of or Hadji Hadji back to his best um till probably next season and and maybe maybe even a wee bit deeper into next season. So I, I think that we need to we need to realize the magnitude of the injury that the boys had and and the fight that he's done to get back earlier than than what was expected of him. So as I said, he's missed an awful lot of football. I agree with you, Craig, as well. I think that seeing him now, I think he's probably put on at least a stone in muscle. Um, it looks when he first came to us, it was it was very slight. It was it was quite a thin, thin boy. Um, and I think he's 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 spent his time well in the gym. I think he's, he looks a lot stronger. He's never going to be quick, but um, as I said, he looks as if he's 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 put on a bit of beef. So as I said, I think I think that um the fact that Romania have maybe. Maybe took a cautious approach and said, "You know what? We don't think you're ready. Um, know that we don't like you, and know that we don't want you to play." I, I think that they're they're saying to them, "Maybe best if you concentrate on getting getting up to a hundred percent fit and and concentrating on your club. You've missed a lot of club football, so I think that for me, that's the, that's the best thing for Hadji at the moment. As I said, but time will tell. Time will tell. As I said, if he's he's maybe gets put into the next." The next squad, then, uh, uh, what we've said might be might be vindicated a wee bit here. Um, just moving on, the um, the other one that was that was in today, as I said, we've had a few things crop up today. Um, just uh, over the last day or two, Raskin, um, Craig, is it an injury or is it an issue or are we reading too much into it? As I said, the talk is that he's possibly a doubt for tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's more of just a, a sort of niggling issue rather than a rather than an injury. The way that Michael Beale was was sort of talking, he he seemed to think that it would basically be based on how on how he was today. Um, if he was okay today, he'd probably be able right to play tomorrow. I think the fact that we got an international break coming up. I know he's probably been called up to the the Belgium under twenty ones, but there's no apart from him sort of completely breaking down and, and getting a really bad injury. If he was to play tomorrow, there's not really a lot of um, a lot of risk with him playing tomorrow. He's obviously they've got a couple of weeks to to sort of recover from that little niggle. Um, but if I'm being honest, and obviously we'll come on to this um, in a little while. Obviously, when we we preview the match, if he is slightly not 100 percent, and we do choose to rest him, 
we should still have enough in the team to get past Michael Robson. Yeah, as I said, looking at this boy, I'd just like to get Graham's, Graham's uh, opinion on him. Um, I think I think it would, for us to, to lose him now, and it just shows you the impact that the boys had, um, that if we were to lose him just now, I think it would be a big blow to us. Um, what's your thoughts on him? What's your thoughts on the impact he's had in the squad, Graham? I, I really like him, mate. Uh, he's the type of midfielder I like. He's kind of all energy. He's calm. He takes the ball off the defence. He's good as a double he's pivot. He kind of breaks forward as well. So he's kind of all actually midfielder, and it's uh, the type of midfielder I look forward to watching. So I'm gutted if he is injured. And I believe, see if he misses tomorrow, it, the same rule should work for the, the vice versa that he shouldn't be able to play for Belgium under 21s. Because if we call, if we say an international team, yeah, that player's not fit, and then we play him the next game, we can get fined and stuff like that. So it should be the same for me, yeah, in both ways. Because I don't think it's fair. Club, well, in my opinion, club always comes first. So and I was looking forward to watch him tomorrow. So it's it's a hard one, but I really believe, I've got a feeling he will be, he will be fit enough to play. Because I don't think, if he was going to be a major doubt, they wouldn't have been called up, I think. So, seeing them in the, the international squads give me a wee bit of hope it'll be fine for tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, we've seen this before. A lot of times they, they, they call them up just to almost double-check that we're not lying to them. They, they call them up and then say that they, 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 they send, them, send them away because of injury. So, I hope that's not the case. I hope that the... Um, I hope that the boy is is fit. I think I hope that it's just a small issue and a bit of rest will will sort this out. What's your thoughts on him, Craig? What's your thoughts on his, the impact he's had in the in the team since he's been here? Um, I, I I I try not to fall in love with players so quickly, and it was sort of ten minutes into his debut, and I was just like, oh, my new favourite. Yeah, he's he's been basically amazing for me. Um, just the way that he's sort of. Gets the ball in his first thought, he's play the ball forward. Just play the ball forward. He's not worried about. Um, I mean, he. I was surprised actually about people talking about Hadji being slight. Obviously, he's Raskin's very, very slight in terms of his his height, um, but he certainly makes up for it um, with his with his sort of gameplay and his tenacity. Um, I I think we've got a real good player on our hands if if once he gets up to uh, and considering he hasn't played for quite a while, and um, considering he gets up to sort of. Proper hundred percent match fitness. I think we've 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 managed to grab a bargain. Yeah, I think he's a cracker. I think he's a real bargain. Um, I think that um, he's he's exactly what we've been we've been shouting for for the last probably year and a half to two years. Um, I think he's exactly what we need. I think that um, the likes of Kamara's been been slowed slowed down for some reason. Um. I think Lundstrom as well looks as if he's slowed down. I think um, there's no really been any energy or legs in our in our midfield for a while. So I mean, for me, his impact's been been absolutely fantastic. As I said, I really really like the look of him. He's he's um, he's he's eye to move the ball forward. It's he's very very rarely does he knock that ball back away. He's always always looking to make a forward pass. And for me, that's something we've been screaming for for uh, for. God knows how long. Um, as I said, I think his impact's been great, um, and and I would think that just shows you that we would think it's a massive blow if this boy gets injured and and, and misses it in a few games moving forward. So as I said, fingers crossed he's he's okay. 
it's just a little issue and, and we move on. Um, Another thing can I just add, Mark, uh, another yeah, thing I like yeah. about him is it brings the best out in other players. Was one of the qualities I like about him. Uh, Ryan Jack's got it as well, but obviously he's quite injury prone, so we don't see him as often. So when we've got Jack and Raskin in the middle together, I think it just suits the team better and the, the attacking options can just get on with their job because they know they've got the two players that make, basically keep control of the possession, the tempo of the game and keep everyone going forward. So it's it's a good uh, team uh, midfield we've got when they two play. 100% agree with you, 100%. Um, so the other big, big news, well, the news as well, we discussed this a fair bit um, on the, the members show last night. Tillman, Back in contention to start. Um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll have a have a talk about him. We'll go through the we'll go through the team uh, for tomorrow, um, and we'll take it bit by bit. As I said, obviously Tillman's back back training and looks as if he's um, he's possibly going to going to be fit to, to play tomorrow, which is which is a good thing. As I said, whether he starts on the bench or not, um, but he's back. Um, Craig, does he get in the start line straight away? Um, for me, I think it depends on Raskin. If Raskin's fit enough to play, then probably no. I'd imagine he'll be on the bench. Um, if there's any doubt with Raskin, then I could probably see a midfield of maybe Ryan Jack, um, Tillman and Cantwell. We don't really need Lundstrom and Jack or Lundstrom and Kamara or Jack and Kamara, um, in my opinion, tomorrow. So go with the one. Um, Tillman and Cantwell can do the dirty work if they need to. Um, but I can obviously also support going forward. So... Raskin in, then no, he's on the bench. Raskin out, then yes, I think he'll start. What about you, Graham? Do you think that that's 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 the way to go, or do you think Tillman and Cantwell can play in the same team together? Or what's your thoughts on it? I think they can play in the same team together, but I don't know if it's maybe as two eights. I think one would have to be pushed out wide because I think there's no chance Beal will go with just uh, Ryan Jack and then the two of them as eights. I think you'll probably see Kamara or Lundstrom if Raskin's not fit. But I'm praying because after the Hibs game, I was I put up a tweet saying that's the midfield three I've been waiting for for years. So I just really hope Jack Raskin and Cantwell are fit and then we can stick with Sakala, Chola and Kent as a front three. So I'm praying, fingers crossed, that that's the, the team we get tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. So, well, let's, there was, obviously that's a good segue into the team. So, so I'll go back to you, Graham. Right. So the the goalkeeper's situation is probably we know who's going to start there. That's all right. So we know that that's probably McGregor. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that, mate. So you being a tactical man, do you think we're going to go through the back? I mean, there's been there's been a few wee um, bits and bobs um, floated about, and we kind of we kind of things dropped it. You might see a different formation and stuff like that. Do you think we're going to go through the back or? You got a back four, or which, what do you think that's the, the setup's going to be tomorrow? I think it'll be a back four. I, I can't see him if he was going to go for a three, it'd be in an old firm or at home. I think I don't see him doing it away from home at Motherwell, so I think it'll be the back four. But what I took for his press conference that I might watch, uh, for is he said they might put someone there that can play left back which means I think you could maybe put Ben Davies to left back and then maybe bring in Suter to partner uh, Goldson or even Leon King back in. If, in fact, I don't know if Leon King's playing tonight, actually. But uh, So I'll be looking out for that. But I hope it's more, we see Ridvan and then 
it's kind of natural. But uh, that's one thing I'll look out for tomorrow morning when the start lineup comes out. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll, t- I'll take the same to you. Can you see a formation change or do you think we're going to go four at the back, Craig? Um, I can. <clears throat> Bill's been talking about it for quite a while, but I agree with Graham. I don't think it'll be tomorrow. I think it'll be a sort of a game where we can have a lot more of the possession and to sort of see how that how that three at the back goes. Not that we won't get a lot of possession tomorrow, but away games are always always a bit tricky with that sort of tight pitch. Um, four at the back for me. Um, the back four apart from the left back picks itself. Um, and I, I would hope to expect to see Yilmaz there tomorrow. Um, I think it would say a lot if Yilmaz wasn't to play and a Ben Davis was to go left back or Adam Devine was to go left back. I mean, that would say a lot going forward. Um, so for me, Yilmaz has, has got to be, if if the club brought him in and Beal has talked about him in, in, in the way he's talked about him, then he's, he's, he's basically got to play uh, Yilmaz. Thanks very much for the, uh, the the super sticker. Thanks very much, trying Scotsman. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Um, here's a good one from Curry. Think Davis and Goldson and Suter not got a pace to play three at the back. I don't know. I, I mean, do we really need that kind of mad pace? I mean, the way we we play week in week out, we have a, a mad low block. That's that's so you're really up against one striker. So for three of them, a, a marshal one striker, somebody can easy, easy drop off. Um, I don't think you need pace. Unless it's somebody with lightning pace, then I don't really think that's an issue. Different in a European game or possibly in an old firm. But I don't think pace really comes into it, especially when we're, we're playing against a low block. So the both the both of you have went, and I probably agree, it will be a, 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 a back four, I would think. For me, Tav... Um, Goldson, Davies. So Graham, you you were thinking that that might that might change. Um, I'll I'll what I'll do is I'll take it to Craig. So the talk of Borna, um, his wife's just about to give birth. I think she's a couple of days late, I believe. Um, so the talk was a rumor was that uh, they might give um Borna leave of absence to to go to Croatia and be with his wife. So if that's the case, then we need somebody to play left back. So as Yilmaz, the the man that goes in there, I think Graham mentioned that it possibly might be Davis. What's your thoughts? Or no, even Devine. I mean, there's another option. Devine can go in there and play. Yeah, for me, it's did mention be, him. I did mention him in a press conference. Sorry to talk yeah. over you. So for for me, it's got to be Yilmaz if if we want to see how this boy plays and and, and how he how he handles Scottish football. He, he's he's got to go in. Um, for me. I think it would say a lot, and it would it would dent his confidence a bit if a if a non um, traditional left back was to play in front of him, um, considering the amount of money we paid on him and the fact he's just coming back from an injury. Um, I saw Corey mention about that the, their their players might be pacey, but I'm sorry they they we should have more than enough, no matter who plays left back, to, to, to sort of deal with their players. But yeah, he almost for me. There's no no other option in my opinion until quarter to eleven tomorrow when we see the team and. Uh, <laughs> and then I have to eat my words. Yeah, so most people in the comments as well, Graham, are all saying Yelmaz is the way. Um, you want to you want to change your mind? Are you still going to go for? Uh, you still going to go for Davies? When I when I said that, I was just going with what Michael Beals in his press conference. I hope it's Yelmaz, but it was just the way he says. He's, I think he was talking about Yelmaz, and he says, but we might change, or he might see someone 
uh, else play that position or something along the lines. And it made me think Davies can play left back. So I was just putting that as an option. But I really hope it is Redfern. Because like Craig says, uh, if it's not him, then I think it says a lot for this rumour that might be giving more fire there as well. Yeah, I, I can agree with you. I mean, sorry, I flung you under the bus a wee bit there, Graham. I was, I was a wee bit tongue and cheek here, mate. I know, I know that you, you were, you were just kind of going on what you, what you were saying. So for me, I'm desperate to see Yilmaz. I, I don't know about you, Craig. As I said, I'm, I think that this young boy has got all sorts of talent, and I know that, um, I know that a few people have, have said because he, he, he's small and lack of height and stuff like that. Is it something you need? Is something Rangers need is a is a a six foot two left back that's going to be good in there? No, I mean I mean Bourne is what I'm not sure how tall Bourne is, and he's not exactly great in the air. Um, obviously does win the odd the odd header. Um, for me it's not it's not his what his what he may lack in height and and sort of heading ability he'll make up for in other areas. Um, I I don't see him. I mean if he's played in Turkey for two or three years, that's that's not an easy league. Um and you'd think that teams over there would sort of um would hit him quite quite early or, or focus on him. He's obviously played um, I think he's played some games in Europe as well. So it's not like he's he's um a novice coming into coming into our club at seventeen, eighteen. Um yeah, so I'm I'm not exactly torn on this sort of he has to be six foot three, Calvin Rasty style. Um I think he will, he will he will prove prove any doubters wrong. Hopefully, yeah. I, I mean, Graham, have we seen enough of him? You know that this is a weakness of his. Or do we have we not seen enough of him? I've definitely not seen enough. Every time he's uh, made an appearance for Rangers, I've missed it due to work. But uh, we're definitely as as a in our main, we've not seen a lot of him. He's I don't think he started many, one maybe two. So. We've definitely not seen a lot of them, uh, so I'm looking forward to it. I really hope it does start, and I don't really buy into that whole or oh, small and that because probably the best left backs you can name them. Uh, it's not really as long as you've, you're aware of what's about you and you've got your man, you can put them off with like, uh, general touches and stuff like that. So I'm not too fussed about that. Uh, and plus, we need to focus on it playing our game. And I think, if I'm being honest with him, he likes to cut inside for what I've seen. And kind of go inside that can give Kent more options as well. So I think that could work well together. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I think so. As I said, for me, I, I'm I would hundred percent go with Yilmaz tomorrow left back. If if Bonner's no fit, uh, sorry, I'll take that back. Know that he's no fit. If he's if he's if he's got a leave of absence, then I think it's a no brainer. I think Yilmaz is is what's that? He said he said half an hour. He's half an hour in a, a B team game. He said, "I think he did half an hour in another game, and he and he came on for a, like the last half hour, twenty minutes, um, at the weekend there as well." So, I think that I think that he's, he should be fitness wise. He should be close to starting, uh, and I think that um, he's he's definitely he's definitely um, got something a little bit different from Borna Craig. Um, would on a positive note, let's be positive for for once in our lives and. Uh, What's what's the his, his attributes that he's got over Borna? I know Borna's are good at crossing the ball, but what what does uh, what does Yilmaz bring that's different? I think for me, he's he's a bit more tenacious in defence. Um, Borna tends to have these moments where, if somebody gets the better of him quite early on, that they basically got the better of him for the whole sort of game. 
Um, Yilmaz tends to be a bit more, bit more sort of ball terrier like, um, sort of chasing chasing wingers down. Um, he offers us something different where a player will get the ball out to Borna, and very rarely does Borna sort of come inside or, or beat the beat beat the opposition fullback. He generally tends to get the ball and just get the ball out of his feet and, and ping it in the box. Um, Yilmaz can at least dribble, come inside. He's not afraid of sort of playing playing balls inside as well. Um, and I think the fact he's a he's a few years younger just gives him gives him legs on. For, for me, I I think Borna. If we were looking in the summer at getting rid of one of them, I don't think we'd get much difference in money for the two. Obviously, Yilmaz has been injured. Um, I think we'd sort of get a decent amount for Borna. I would be looking to move Borner on um, and sort of get the younger left back in and get somebody in to compete with compete with Yilmaz going forward. Do you agree with that, Graham? Yeah, I agree with that. You know, that mate, uh, but I believe it reminds me a bit of, of I'm just going by YouTube basically. But uh, see the way Arthur Newman used to run inside and uh, Albertson Van Bronckhorst and that would play the ball down the line and get to the byline. I think he's got that in him. Plus, he's got as I've clip on YouTube as well. He's got a few wee pieces of skill that can beat a man, so he's got I'd say he's better there. Obviously Bourne is great at delivery. We might miss that, but I'm pretty yeah. sure uh Yelmaz has got decent delivery as well. To play for uh, in Turkey, you've got to suffer about you, so I imagine it'll be a good standard. So uh, I think it does offer more and he's got a whole centre of gravity as well. I think it could help uh, get by players and get to the bio and put balls. You know, I'd like to see more cutbacks. Instead of crosses all the time, let's see. I cut back to the, the penalty box for a shot at goal. Back, I think you could bring that more. So it's something I'll be out for tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah, I think that the the, the difference that it brings as well. I much agree with the same as you guys. I think that what I've seen him, which isn't a lot to be honest with you, but but what I've seen him, he, he likes to mix up. He likes to go outside. He likes to come inside. He likes to try and get to the byline. And I think that um, when you're playing against a low block. If you can get to the byline, well, they've got hundreds of bodies in the box. If you can get to the byline and get a ball across the face of the goal, it causes havoc, especially when you're getting defenders trying to turn um, and try to clear balls and stuff like that. There's just It's just mayhem. So for me, that's I know that Borna can, can take a touch and whip an early ball in, which is great. But when you're doing that, you're, you're counting in forwards, making great runs. And as I said, I... I I don't think there's enough people in the box for us to do that when we start doing that early. I think that um, uh, Yilman, Yilmaz has is, is got that potential to cause a wee bit more havoc rather than the right-back just thinking he's going to take a touch and cross this. Yilmaz is going to give him a wee bit more to think about rather than, rather than just that. I think that he's going to think, well, this boy's going to get past me and he's going to try and get to the byline and then the next minute he's going to hit, a, hit an early cross in. So for me, I think the fact that he mixes it up causes a wee bit more, causes a wee bit more um, um, creative flair. I think, and it, and it helps with the likes of Kent moving off him and stuff like that. I think that you're you're going to get more against a lower block. That's just my opinion, as I said. But that's that's um, I've agreed with you too. I think that we're back four pretty much picks itself. If Borna's got to leave absence and not going to be there, Yilmaz goes in. I, I think hundred percent. I think the tricky thing now is probably midfield. Now, we've got Raskin that's possibly a doubt. Um, if Raskin does the play, Graham, who's your midfield three? 
as you say, I hope he does play for a start. Uh, if well, I tell you what, give us, give us, give us with with Raskin and without Raskin. If Raskin's fit, then it's got to be the three that have been performing well away at Hibs and Hearts. Yeah, Hibs, sorry. Uh, Cantwell, Jack, Raskin. I think the three of them suit each other. They, they combine well. They've all got similar qualities, and then some of them provide different as well. But it's a good, it's a good midfield three for me. So hopefully that is the starting line, starting midfield tomorrow. But if it isn't, what I'd like to see is what Craig said. But I don't think Michael Beale would go with that. I think you'll see Jack Cross, either Kamara or Lundstrom, probably Lundstrom. Uh, and then so, so Jack Lundstrom and Cantwell. Yeah. No Tillman. I think if that's the case, then I think Tillman would go. There's a better chance of playing wide right instead of Sakala than playing in the midfield three. Right. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. So your midfield three is just to clarify: is Lundstrom, Jack, and Cantwell. If Raskin's not fit, yes. Right, Craig, same question to you, buddy. You tell me, which which your midfield three? Um, same three as Graham. If Raskin's fit, Raskin, Jack, Cantwell, that has to be the midfield now for the for the remainder of the season. If, so, carry Rask, on, carry on. if Raskin isn't fit, the midfield three I would, I would go for would be Tillman, Jack and Cantwell. But I agree that the midfield, the manager will go for will be the one that Graham said, which will be Lundstrom, Jack and Cantwell. I don't see him going... I would go two more attacking midfielders, but I don't see the manager going um, that way. So, same again, no Tillman? Not... not. I, I don't think Tillman... If, if Raskin isn't fit... Well, either way, I think Tillman will be on the bench. I think it'll be, right. it'll be, Raskin, or, it'll be Raskin or Lundstrom in the midfield um, and Tillman will be good enough for the bench and maybe come on sort of second half once the game's hopefully put to bed. To bed. Interesting, interesting. Um, both of these going the same way. Um, no Kamara. None of these even thought about Kamara. Kamara's n- nowhere near it. I think probably I agree, I agree with the fact that there's no Kamara. I think um, I think Kamara, for me, I, I thought Kamara was a... I still do think he's a smashing player. I think he's a great player. I just think his heart and his head's no in it and it's no one in it this season at all. Um, so I, I, I agree with you there. Um, for me, I think, I think, uh, I think he maybe go, go. We'll say right, Raskin. If Raskin's playing, it's Raskin, Jack, and uh, Tillman for me. And I'll tell you why. Because I think he will play Cantwell. No wide right, because we don't really ever play with a wide right. So he'll play that inside right. Side of the, of the front three, and he'll drop Sakala. Is my thoughts is what will happen. I think Tillman will play in there if uh, if if Raskin is is there. But if Raskin's not there, I think he'll go with Jack Lundstrom, Jack Lundstrom, and Tillman again. Yeah, so I think that that's going to be the case, and I think Cantwell is going to. I think he's a shoe in to play, and I think Sakala will be dropped. Um. Right, Graham, give me a front three then, if that's the case. The front three, when I'm hoping Raskin plays, would be Sakala, Cholak and Ryan Kent. Because the reason I'm sticking with Sakala is I feel he's got a good record at Motherwell, for a start. And the link-up play and the celebrations and all that, I always read into stuff like that with him and uh, Cholak. 
float quite well, and I think they could probably strike up a, a good wee partnership. So I'd like to see that continue. But if Raskin isn't fit, I could see him putting Cantwell or Tillman out to the right to get the two of them in. But I'll go with Sakala, Cholak, Kent. So just to, to, to reply to Timothy Sharp, um, the reason I take Sakala at the team is for the, the reason being is that Motherwell is going to play with a low block. Sakala is brilliant at hurls a pace and running behind and running at players. He's not going to get any space. So for me, Cantwell is is get a get a pass, an eye for a pass, and can play through the lines. Um, and that's why I would take Sakala. I love Sakala. I think he's a great guy, and I, and I think that he's he's always capable of a goal. But that's why I would take him at the side. I think that when you're playing against a low block, you need somebody that's got a wee bit of guile. You try and split a split a pass, split a defence, and uh, make something happen. I think Sakala is pace and power. And I think that he'll get on the end of something, which which is good. But I don't think that this particular game, I don't think that that would be the case. I think that you're going to get more creativity from Canwell and Tillman playing in the same side. Um, just so back to you, Craig. Same same question again. Your front three then. Um, Scott Wright, Joe Lacmatondo. No, I'm only joking. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually joking. Um, no, I think. Um, so, uh, surprisingly, I, I wouldn't actually be massively surprised if Scott Wright was to play. I'd say that now. Um, but I think it would be Sakala, Cholak, Kent. Um, I don't see Cantwell or Tillman um, playing out wide. I think if they're going to play, it'll be in the be in the midfield three. Um, and I think, yes, they will play a low block. But I think Sakala could probably torture them um, the way with, with, with his pace. Um, considering his record against Motherwell in the past, um, I think the that they'll be scared to sort of try and give him any form of any form of space behind. Yeah, as I said, I can't argue with anything any of the two you've said. As I said, opinions are they say opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one, <laughs> but. but um, no, I can't, I can't argue, and I can't argue that anybody's reasoning for that as well. I, I think that that for that reason, I think we're in a in a pretty good place. I think that um, the fact that we're we're second guessing what the manager's going to do means that we've got players that are doing well, and we've got a squad that's looking a lot healthier than it did at the start of the season. So for me, I I think long may this continue. I think that that the uh, let's face it, it's good for a pod because everybody's got a different opinion. Everybody thinks. Um, he should play, he shouldn't play, which is, as I said, if that's going to be the case moving forward, I think we're in not a bad place. The only thing I would bring up to the to the both of these, probably, and I'll, I'll go to you, uh, Craig, as well. Obviously, there's been recent rumours about, about Alfie. So are you are you just fed up with Alfie and, and you think that, or do you think that Cholak's a better player and a better option? Um, I don't. I don't particularly think Cholak's a better player because um, I think if you if you put them side by side in actual football terms, Morelos is probably the better footballer than Cholak. Not to say Cholak's sort of limited in what he can do, but Cholak is by far and away the better, better goal scorer and better finisher. Um, I think we're, we're trying to probably adapt the way the team play to suit him more, with one eye on Morelos. And I, I I don't buy into this sort of. Michael Beale contradicting himself by 
having a go at Alfie the other day and then now saying there's no issue with Alfie um, in his press conference. For me, I, I think that the decision has been made with Alfie for next season. Um, I think whether the club come out and say it or whether Alfie comes out and says it, um, I think the club has been the, the decision has been made that he won't be here next season. Um, so I think the manager now is having to use this time to um, see how his team adapt with, with without an Alfredo Morales. Yeah, but we're, we're running out of time uh, fast here. So just same same kind of question to you, Graham. Do you think that um, that's that's the case? Do you think that um, we're, we're kind of seeing the end of Alfie? at the club and Cholak's going to be here so that's why he's playing or do you think he's a better Cholak's a better player because obviously you never picked him either I love Alfie and I've always said that numerous times that I love Alfie compared, compared to Loudrup no, I just love Alfie a different way but it's just it's the right ending now I've had the circus and all the every transfer window he's signing here or he's coming back overweight or this. I'm just kind of getting fed up with it now so it's the right end, and his contract ends. We thank him. He's the top goal scorer in Europe for us, and then we move forward with Cholak and hopefully bring in one or two strikers. Uh, so that's why I picked Cholak. We need to go with him because he's the future for me. But I still love Alfie. Yeah, I think that's. I think we're, we're kind of all of us are kind of at the stage where that I think it's the 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 kind of natural order that that Alfie's going to leave. I think that um, for me. I don't want to be, I don't want to be cruel on him, but I would concentrate on Cholak. I would concentrate on him playing in this formation. Um, the boy scores goals, so Alfie's not interested in Disney. Don't get me wrong, I take that back. He is a, but interested right up until he leaves. But for me, if you don't want to stay at this club for another two or three years or whatever it is, then. I'm I'm going to be going with the boy that is going to be here because you need to look forward. You need to look to the to the future of the club. So for me, Cholak gets an odd. Whether whether I think Alfie's a better player or I don't think he's a better player, and I know some people in the, in the comments will uh, cut their nose off to spite their face, um, thing like that. But um, well, well, that is what it is. As I said, I think that his, his time's up. His time's up. Right. So quickly. We'll give you, uh, just before we go, give me your predictions, your first goal scorer, Craig. Very, very quickly. Rangers 3-0 and Ryan Jack. First goal scorer. All right, guys in the, guys in the comments, very, very quickly, you've got until I ask Graham the question to tell us what your, uh, what your, um, your predictions are in first goal scorer. So get them in really, really quickly. Um, Graham, your I'm going to go. I was going to say 3-0, but I'll change it. I'll go 3-1. And I've been saying it for a while. It's coming. Uh, Todd Cantwell, screamer. Outside the box, top corner. Brilliant, brilliant. For me, I'm going to go 3-0. And I'm going to go Tillman with the first goal. They're trying to get as many of these... Baldi's no part of the goal scorer. Do you have a backup if Tillman doesn't play, Mark? Um, Cantwell. I hope. Oh, I'd love to see Cantwell score. So it's Cantwell first goal scorer for me. He's getting right, closer. Right, guys. coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right, guys. Thanks very much for joining us, um, Graham. Thanks very much, Craig. Thanks a lot. Mm -hmm. um, 
just to, quick reminder to the guys, thanks everybody for watching and uh, commenting and stuff like that. It's been really good. Just a reminder, like, share. There's only five likes on this at the moment, and there's uh, a lot more than five of you watching. So give it a wee thumbs up. Um, it helps it helps the pod. It helps the show. Give it a share. Um, you know the stuff. Do all the stuff that, that they do on the uh, the old interweb and the old uh, social media. All right, guys. Take care, and we'll see you again soon. I think there's a, the, the, obviously the usual shows on tomorrow for a, for a game. There's a post uh, pre match and post match as well reaction. So, as I said, I don't know any of you guys on it. I'm on the pre match. I'm not sure about the reaction. I think I'm on yeah, both actually. I'm on them both tomorrow. Okay. Not too worried. I'll be working. All right, guys. Thanks very much for watching. Take care and bye bye. <laughs>